Yo, what's going on? This is Two. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blurred, baby. Word to the Blurred with Two and Cal. Episode 32. Two, Episode two. 32. What's going on, guys? What's going on, fam? Thank you for joining us for another episode. Uh, sorry we missed you guys last week, but, uh, you know, things happen, life happens, but we're back, and we're here to give you some Word to the Blurred goodness. Live in living color, baby. Word to the Blurred goodness, baby. So, yeah, uh, thank you for joining us, and uh, we hope you're all well, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't really know what the fuck I was going with that, but uh, just wanted to, again, you know, show us love, say thank you for supporting us, thank you for rocking with us. and uh, always appreciated, guys. Yeah, yeah, we haven't gone anywhere, you know, we're still holding down, still doing the thing, so we'll try, we've kind of like, our schedule's kind of been a little crazy, so we're trying to find time to record, but we'll try to find time, like maybe uh, once, once a week, you know, just to get like... Uh, more episodes out to you guys sooner save so you guys waiting like every two weeks or so but uh here we are back again so uh live and full effect yeah so before we get into the nerdy goodness we want to plug this uh event our sister's having uh last year she worked on a short film or she directed a short film called the evolution of womanhood and she's having a release party for it so it's sun so i'll read off the flyer <laughs> Evolution of Womanhood release party and Sunflower's Sonic Soul fundraiser. It's going to be <coughs> March 28th at the Minami, Minami Lounge from 7 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. So screenings of the short film will be from 7 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. And then from 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. is the party, which will be uh, DJed by DJ More Soup, please. Uh, general admission is $10.00. $15 entry slash free drink ticket and $20 at the door. So you can find this uh, event on Eventbrite. And I don't know if any of our listeners uh, are in New York or how many of you are in New York or versus Massachusetts or know any of my, my Maryland, yeah, you know, wherever, or know just, our sister, but be love for you guys to support or even just buy a ticket to support her, her cause and her organization That's a fact. and shit like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. But we're going to keep it moving. Feel me? Feel me? All right. Sound mad hood, though, boy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I have something going on on March 28th as well. Um, my band, Low Maintenance, is going to be performing back at SOBs. Uh, doors open at 7 p.m. Uh, show starts at 8 and ends at 10. Um, you can also find it on Eventbrite. And, excuse me. And those of you who follow Low Maintenance, on Instagram, Low Maintenance NYC, or Low Maintenance Band NYC, in case you guys don't follow us on Instagram, um, check us out. Uh, we, we'll post all of our dates. We have some stuff coming up this late this month, and then uh, we have an April 14th gig, and you know, there's going to be some more gigs coming up. All right. What about you? Soon to be college, man. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys know if I said this in a past episode, but Rissy got accepted into grad school. Uh, in September, I will be attending School of Visual Arts uh, and their master's in directing program. So that starts in September, and I'm just just trying to do the thing, keep my head above water, and keep grinding, man. That's all we can do. That's Probably really all we can do, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. So we right, ready? So what's, what's the first up on the docket? So first up. Uh, last week, director Matt Reeves dropped a couple images of the new Batmobile that will be used 
by the man himself, the Bat in the Batman. My man Robert and, Pattinson. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a Batmobile. I won't lie, I wasn't expecting it. It's a very stripped down version of the Batmobile. It's a pretty much a souped up muscle car. It looked to be a Dodge Charger. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, look a Dodge Charger, and it looked like the back was exposed. Like they took maybe the back seat out and like kind of almost gave it fins or something like that. I, I think the the way the fins. Do you remember Mantis's car? Yeah. It kind of reminds, it's reminiscent of that a little bit. You know what also made me think of? It made me think of the Adam West Batmobile. Mm, I got to relook at it again. Like, it, it kind of, just something about it. Like, because like, those were like, that was a very simple Batmobile. You know, I, I feel like, like, this Batmobile really lets us know that we're going to have a stripped down version of Batman. That I, I don't think he'll rely so much on his gadgets. It'll be more about his skill and his intellect and more about his, and less about his toys. And, Which is uh, good because Matt Reeves was promising a true detective noir yeah, story. So yeah, that's good. The Batmobile, like that. I, I'm just trying to figure out um, in my head. I'm picturing what the Batmobile would look like as a muscle car, just zooming down the streets of Gotham. Yeah, because you've never really, you more so see the Batmobile more than you hear it. You know, and a muscle car has that engine that's like, rah, rah, yeah, you're yeah. gonna hear it. Yeah, like some he Dominic wants you Toretto to hear him shit. coming. Like, oh shit! Like that's the Batman. Like Batman's coming. Get yeah, the but fuck out of here. Also, when you run it from the cops. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. That's true. And it's funny. Someone was also saying, because I don't know if you noticed, but like, it looks like the engine's on the back of the car and it's exposed. So it's like, if you're trying to like kill Batman or get All to you him, do is shoot, shoot the engine. engine. Yeah, shoot the engine out. If, and then it's like, party's over. So, but I, it's very interesting. I like I liked the way the car looks. I like the design. I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of like really had to look about it and think about, okay, like this really, like, sets up the world we're going to be in. It's not going to be like, he doesn't have his toys. Like it, all everything I've seen so far looks like it's something that he, maybe he just sat in the bat, bat cave and just, well, Alfred just did it himself. Like he didn't call Lucius. He didn't use any Wayne tech. He just said, get me some fucking uh, <laughs> blow torch, you know, I want them to and know. then, you know, we'll do the best we could do. And I think like, I think as the trilogy goes along, I think we'll maybe we'll see an evolution of like the suit and the Batmobile. Well, that's what they were saying. Yeah. But like, like I said, and I'm kind of interested because then, then it just kind of feels like, okay, so this is going to be a very different take, you know? Uh, Christian Bale's Batman has gadgets. So did uh, Ben Affleck's Batman. So this is going to be a Batman that, that doesn't seem to necessarily have those toys just yet. So I'm very excited. I, I'm, yeah, because he's just starting out, correct? Yeah. I want, I want, so this is supposed to be year two of him as Batman. So it'll be, it'll be very interesting, and I like the red lights on the back of it. Like yeah, the muscle, so. the, the muscle car, the engine is definitely in the back of the car. Yeah, and exposed. So that I have some questions about that, but I I do kind of like how it's like kind of split like that. Yeah. So it it just doesn't just look like a just a basic kind of Dodge Charger. It does have its own kind of custom look and feel to it. Yeah, if you look inside the. Well, so what I'm doing right now, guys, is he's that zooming on pictures of him. We're looking at his on Instagram it. as we talk about it. But if you look here, there's like some gadgetry and stuff like that. You see, like there's like a, um, like a little TV screen or a, a screen. Yeah. And what else do you have? Like again, it just looks it's, like stuff him and Alfred could just customize themselves. Yeah. You know, like they they just spent all that time in the cave just putting this car together. <clears throat> and it looks good. I'm not gonna lie, it looks very sleek from the front. Um, you see Robin Patterson standing next to it, so that looks like that might have been a scene. Yeah, that they and, were filming. And like I said, I wasn't I wasn't expecting to see because when I looked, I did like a quick little glance on Instagram. I was like, oh, like someone did like their own version of the Batmobile. And I was like, wait a second, 
that's him. This is real. And I was looking, I was like, oh, like, because at first I was like, hmm. But then I was kind of like, you know, that's kind of like how I felt about the suit when like those little set picks came out. But then I, I kind of just had to think about it and see like what the thing about what they're going for and what they're trying to accomplish. And that's when I kind of just said, okay, I'm, I'm going to like, I need to see more of this. I need to see more of this world. And I mean, this leads me to believe that we're going to get better looks soon because usually when they reveal this stuff, that means like they're probably going to be filming out in public soon. They kind of did the same thing with uh, the bat suit for Robert Pattinson when they released that video. And then two weeks later, those pictures of, of a stuntman in the bat suit riding a motorcycle. And we all got a pretty good look at the suit then. So it just leads me to believe that they want to control the information that gets out there and all the reveals and stuff. So, you know, things aren't spoiled or we're not as surprised when we see bummy ass spy pictures and it's all blurry and then people have all those opinions because they're judging off those horrible pictures but i it looks good i wanna i need some time i'll probably lose my shit when the first trailer comes out so i'm i'm ready for it what any any last thoughts so my question to you is as of right now things that you've seen what would Mm -hmm. you say is your favorite batmobile right now Ooh, i really like the tumblr i felt like the tumblr is my favorite because we got to really know the tumblr Ben Affleck's Batmobile, it, like, it wasn't, the Batman v Superman wasn't about the Batmobile. It wasn't, like, Batman was in it, but it wasn't, like, a full Batman movie. So we didn't we didn't get to know the bells and whistles of that Batmobile. But, but aesthetically, though, it was it looked It looked good. It kind of made me think about the anime series a lot, actually. But uh, Tumblr, Tumblr's my favorite. And I was, it's funny that you asked, because I was actually re-watching Dark Knight yesterday, and I was like, the Tumblr is so fucking cool. See, but that was the thing. It's not my favorite Batmobile. Hmm. What is your favorite? I'm stuck between um, Affleck or Keaton, and I would really go more for Keaton. I'd go more for Affleck if it was between those two. I was never a fan of that Batmobile. Really? You didn't like yeah. Keaton's Batmobile? No. Bro, that shit is fire. It's flames, my dude. I remember I had... Uh, the you Batman the Val Forever, Kilmer one. The Val Kilmer yeah. one. I didn't like that lit one up either. and shit like that. Like, uh, yeah, they just don't seem practical. I feel like the Tumblr seems practical. Affleck seems practical. It just they seem like kind of like military vehicles turned into Batmobiles. Like it has a story to it. Like I just felt like those Batmobiles, the you know the Keaton and the and the Kilmer was and the Clooney was very eccentric with the fins See, and but I like the like Clooney that. one if if out out between Kilmer and Clooney mm-hmm. I like Clo- Clooney uh Kilmer's movie but Clooney's Batmobile mm. I don't know I mean yeah Kilmer's movie and Clooney's Batmobile I think I prefer the more realistic takes which is why the Tumblr is my kind of thing but yeah let's let's switch gears we're still kind of keeping the the DC base, but uh, I read this on Instagram and it's probably not true, but I just wanted to talk about it because I actually kind of like the idea that there was a rumor that uh, uh, Superman could be the villain in Shazam 2 and he could be controlled by Mr. Mind. And I don't know if you guys uh, remember in Shazam, that little worm that was talking to Dr. Savannah at the end of the movie. Uh, He's actually a big bad in the Shazam comic books and does come back later. And uh, apparently, Mr. Ryan's supposed to be in the second film, but uh, I kind of like the idea. You know, it'd be a cool idea because, I mean, Superman has been a mentorship Shazam. So it'd be kind of cool to see that mentorship, but also him having to take on, you know, uh, Big Blue. And it'd just be a really good way to uh, get Superman back into the mix because I don't know what DC films want to do with Superman. 
I don't like Superman. They know what they want to fucking do. With I just I have whole ideas for how to do a Superman movie. Like, like my movie. Like, I keep thinking about it sometimes. I would call it Man of Tomorrow, Ooh. and then I'd have Brainiac in it. Sound like have, Kevin Smith. I'd have Brainiac be like this AI that was created by uh, the House of L. And um, just like as, what they did in the Superman cartoon. Yeah, and then like as we know, um, Brainiac is like a collector of things. So, and like I kind of wanted to have it be like uh, Superman is kind of like he's kind of weary of Brainiac, you know, because he's had his whole fight you know with, with the kryptonians before and like things related to krypton so he's kind of like yeah i don't know if i could trust you and then at this time this is at the point like they've already him and lois have already been married uh i had in my mind that lois is now the editor-in-chief of the daily planet which is harry's retired but you can still have lawrence fishburne in it and lois is also pregnant with john and then when brainiac finds out he says you know half kryptonian half human i have to i have to get that i have to add that to my collection and that could be the whole movie and then the movie would end with Brainiac actually taking that baby, and Superman has to travel in space to to bring his baby back. And then, like Brainiac talks about how like the legend of of Superman, how people know about this Kryptonian hero, and how his his legend has spread more than just Earth, and just you know, because Superman is more than just an Earth super right. superhero. Because even in the comic books, you know, he's going to Rand, yeah, Bandar, and other planets. So. Yeah, and I think the movie should could really follow <laughs> that, you know, because the movies have always just like, eh, he's he's on Earth, and like Superman Returns hinted at that, but we never really saw it. You know, we know he traveled space because once he heard that Krypton survived, oh yeah, might still be alive. You know, so I mean, that's kind of like my ideas. Damn. Okay, when we get there, just remind me about what you just said. Okay, okay. Well, um, sorry to get off topic. I just, yeah. I just think because I really want another fucking Man of Steel movie, like a sequel. I just, and, and, but you I know, like Henry Cavill Superman. I feel like he hasn't been given his due. I agree with you so much. It's like they try to do it on Justice League, like so his evolutionary process. They owe him process, a fucking Superman movie just because of Justice League. <laughs> yeah, his his <laughs> like, evolutionary goddamn. process was fucking terrible. So. You got, you know, the first movie where he's, you know, just starting to come into his own. Man of Steel is still, in my opinion, still stands. Yeah. It still holds up. Then you have Batman v Superman where you have a wary-ass Superman. With all that fucking power, you really going to be that fucking wary? You should not care who hates you at this point, bro. You got Lois Lane. You know what I'm saying? You have all this power. And, you know... The only thing that they got, not saying that Batman v Superman was a terrible movie, because if you, like I said, like Kelly and I always talk about, if you ever checked out the director's edition, that's a pretty, pretty solid movie. And, you know, yeah. if I'm taking half an hour, 15 minutes to a half an hour away from the movie and it turns it into, you know, what we got, then. Like, a, like yeah, like, I just think he's never been given his due. Yeah. And he even has said, and he's come up with, um, different story takes. Yeah, and he's, Mark he, Miller actually came up. What was it? What's Mark, Mark Miller. Um, what's his name? The comic book writer. Yeah, Mark Mark Miller, right? I think it is. Yeah, he came up with a, a pitch for Warner Brothers. Yeah, but I think I think this was like I think before Man of Steel, he went to do like this, uh, Superman movie where it was like, I think the first movie would be like be him on Krypton, and the second movie would be like. On Earth in the third, it was like this whole kind of like epic he had in mind, but that just kind of sounds like too much of a slow burn for me. But um, I mean that J.J. Abrams one sound like a slow burn too. Yeah, 
I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah, well, and apparently in the J.J. Abrams version, Lex Luthor was a Kryptonian. Yeah, and, like, there was, like, a, a polar bear with a laser that Superman fought. I don't know. But... Listen, leave the comic book writing for the movies to the comic book writers and then send it to somebody that can, yeah. you know, flesh it out a little bit. But this is, this is how bad I want Superman back. Like, I'm willing to have him be a villain in Shazam if he's mind-controlled. But again, this this is rumors. None of this has been ever been true or confirmed. I just I kind of just like the idea of it because I just want to see Superman and Shazam go at it, and then like who knows, maybe they could team up and fight Black Adam and Shazam three or some shit like that. That would but be like, fire. I just want Superman back into into the film world. We just That's want Superman want. back, man. But yeah, well we'll switch gears because <laughs> we really went off in a tangent. I can really go off in a tangent with Superman, but Bond twenty five. We were. <sighs> What actually less than a month away from it coming out, or even we were like at a month for it coming out. Almost there. And then they announced what was it last week that the movie has been pushed back for like what six or seven months due to the coronavirus. <laughs> so I mean, it sucks because I was so ready to see yeah. a bond another bond movie. I was getting myself prepared. Like, All right, like it's that And it was time. coming out in the summer, yeah. Yeah, April next month, April. Oh we were close. It was a matter of weeks, bro. Fuck. And then they just announced that, like, it was that they pushed it back to November just because of fears of the virus. And, like, yeah, I get it. So, like, I'm not that mad because Bond was always like a November movie. You know what I mean? Because I remember, because originally it was supposed to come out Valentine's Day of this year and they pushed it to April. And, like, Bond is a November movie. And, like, I get that. And I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. But, like, damn, such a dick tease. You know, we had the theme, we had the title. Fucking posters, you know, they're starting to do more interviews, promoting the movie. Like, the promotion train really started up, and then they just announced with coronavirus just because they feel that it's affect, it's, it's going to affect their box office. It's not feel like, oh, we don't want people in theaters. Like, you know, everyone stay safe. It's like, no, I mean, if shit. people don't go to movies, this hurts our bottom line. Hasn't it's it's a have, money thing first. Hasn't he ever declared, like, a state of emergency off that? Last week, yeah. But it's it's all mass hysteria, man. Like it's it's I don't want to get into coronavirus, but just wash your hands, guys. Yeah, be wash safe, your hands, because a lot of motherfuckers out here are just not washing their hands or doing whatever. Not saying that that's you know how you get yeah. corona, but but I hate, also hate that the media doesn't talk about the people that have recovered because over fifty thousand people have actually recovered from it. Yeah, but, they say it's not as the flu is more dangerous. The flu has killed more people, but it's easier to I think it's I think it says easier to get this virus. And it has a slightly higher mortality rate, like two percent of people die from it. But it's just like if you're like if you if you're like in your eighties, if you have like uh, underlying health issues or a compromised immune system, this yes, shit will fuck. Could be fucked. This will fuck you up. Most likely will fuck you up. But there are plenty of people who get it. They get treatment for it. Like yeah, they get hospitalized sometimes, or they're just told self quarantine, and then they're good. But like I said, I don't want to get into coronavirus. Like I said, I wouldn't do, but I'm doing it now. But um, just wash your hands and uh, yeah, Bond got delayed. I'm not the happiest of it because there's not really shit else to see yeah. in theaters. So I was, and I think Bond, well, who knows? Because people aren't really going to theaters. Because I actually saw Onward this weekend. It was like the, the newest Pixar movie, and it was kind of empty. That's with um Tom Holland. Yeah, and Chris Pratt. Was it good? Honestly, it was good. Damn, it's, I'm not gonna lie. Part of me wanted to check it out. It's a movie like, oh. about brothers, and like when you see it, you'll get it. Because I was kind of like, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's it's really a movie about like brotherhood and stuff like that. And Does like, that mean we're going to go on our own quest, bro? Yeah. 
it's 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 honestly like a kind of sad depressing movie but like i i, I don't want to get into onward because that's not what we're talking about but uh, check it out it's not bad but i think there's definitely better pixar movies i do want to see soul with jamie oh, fox oh yeah that I've one looks that. good i think that I've comes out commercial this that. summer or some shit like that that would be fire but yeah bond 25 comes out in november <laughs> but um we're gonna switch gears and get into uh some Legends of Tomorrow stuff. So, Brandon Ralph oh, man. was recently on the Inside of You podcast with Michael Rosenbaum. And, and if, go ahead. for those of you who don't know, Michael Rosenbaum uh, was the guy who played Lex Luthor in Smallville. He did it for seven what, seasons. About seven seasons, yeah. And he has a podcast. And his podcast, he generally has actually a lot of actors from the CW shows. He's had a, um, a bunch of. Stephen Amell. Yeah, Stephen Amell. I th- has he Zachary Levi's actually yeah. speaking of Shazam was on there. Yeah, yeah. Zachary Levi's done it a couple times. Um, Stephen Amell's done it twice, but he he said like the supernatural actors. Like he has a lot of actors from like Smallville, Supernatural, and just kind of like, kind of like in that nerd world. Most of them are. Um, but yeah, he, he recently had Brandon Routh, and if those of you who don't know, Brandon Routh plays Superman, Superman Returns, and he's also in Legends of Tomorrow currently right now. Uh, and, and he played, he brought Superman back that's in true. Uh, the crossover. He the did crossover. a fucking amazing did a, job. Did a great job, but it was recently revealed that uh, he didn't decide to leave Legends of Tomorrow. It turns out he was fired. And he him, said- And his wife. Him and his wife, both him and his wife were fired from Legends of Tomorrow. And he found out, I think it was like a couple months or so before shooting, you want to you want to get more into it because yeah, I remember yeah. you telling me you listened to it. I was um it. so last night I was watching the Inside of You podcast with Michael Rosenbaum, mm-hmm. and um, you could see how you know this was it was a different side of Brandon Ralph. Yeah, normally when you see Brandon Ralph, you think of like this nice guy, you think of Ray Palmer, you think of Clark Kent, but to see him as a regular person and seeing how certain things have affected him. So when you were talking about Superman Returns. He was really bummed out that he didn't get a sequel. No, he know? was. Yeah. And, and he, in my opinion, you know, looking back at it in hindsight, he should have gotten a sequel. He shouldn't have, he should have gotten his own story to play with. You know, yeah. I think that looking back or as an adult looking back, he, he could have handled the role, you know, 25, 26, you just coming in as Superman, you know, like there's no way it should have been a rehash of, any of the Christopher Reeve stuff, you know, there shouldn't have been that many, you know, Easter eggs that, that, you know, it was more so of a fanfare movie yeah. than it was for anything else. Yeah. And I remember, um, him saying like his courage and exactly the way he wanted it to, he was talking about how after Superman returns, he thought he would get all these offers and stuff like that. And that he didn't really get him. He's saying like, like I had the audition after doing Superman returns, like no one was really offering me things or the things that were being offered to me. He, he wasn't like really interested in. He said it was like he got offers for a lot of horror movies and stuff like that. And he was talking about how he had to do the audition for for Arrow, for Ray Palmer. And he was like, "Damn, like I have to get myself back in that mindset." Yeah, he had of, to get yeah back in that mindset. And of course, I mean, it's, it's been history ever since. Because after his appearance on Arrow, uh, he was on a couple more episodes after that, and then he sprung into Legends of Tomorrow, and he's been doing that for a couple of years. But uh, it seems now that runs sadly coming to an end. And it turns out he was fired. But you know what's interesting? I wonder how they did that with all of the original cast because currently, what's been five is five seasons of Legends so far. I think so. So you have five years worth of greatness with with um, Brandon Ralph, Ray Palmer, the Adam. 
And out of nowhere, you know, you just you sit them down and you tell them you're out. But then look at it like this. You lost um, the cat that played Captain Cold. You I know, went with Miller, yeah. You lost the cat that... I already wanted to leave. Okay, so he wanted to leave. Cool. Yeah. But the British actor, the cat that played Rip Hunter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Jax, the cat that played Jax. You know, we don't know his how story. And that was a bullshit. Like, the way they ended it was kind of bullshitty. Yeah. You know? Um, then you had... Who else left that was in the original crew? Stein, but he, yeah. I guess he wanted to go. He wanted to go the Broadway, yeah. yeah. And then I think that sort of so kind of ruined Jax because just like you, how do you have one without the other? So, Ma, sorry guys. Oh, Ma, say hi to the say hi to the people. Hi. So shout out to our mom. She wanted to come in and just check us out real quick. As you know, we're recording in the Hall of Justice. When we record at my house, it's the Bat Cave. So, but when we're at the place where we grew up, we call it the Hall of Justice. So shout out to our Wonder Woman, aka our mother, for coming in here and holding it down. <laughs> but, um. Oh damn. But yeah, no. Like I was saying, like once you wrapped up Steinster, there was no reason to have Jack because he was kind of just there. Mm. So it made sense to him going, but I kind of wonder if it was like a money thing. Because Brandon Routh is a guy who's coming from films into TV, and sometimes people like that, like they cost a little extra. So could it be like, we just can't afford him, or is it just like, we just but felt like- But if that was the case, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, don't you think you would have got rid of him a long time Sooner? ago? And then That's look possible. At, look at Victor uh, Cooper. He has, he has such he has more he illustrious just, career yeah, that's true. than Brandon Ralph. And, and if he's leaving because he wanted to go do Broadway, you dig mm. what I'm saying? You never really heard him talk about, oh, yeah, well, I, you know, I'm not doing the Alvarez yeah. again because of this, this, and this. Who knows? Maybe it was just some kind of bullshit politics. Who, who knows what goes on? But maybe they just felt like we want to take the show in a different direction and we don't see Ray Palmer. I mean, shit. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, Ray was a pretty big reason why I was watching. Him, yeah, you know, and I wonder what that's like because he was saying like how disconnected he felt like knowing that like his his run was coming to an end and he's on the show with all of his cast members and he's trying to take it in and enjoy it, but he just knows that okay at a certain point like this is over for me. And then like I wonder what that's like when like especially when they're introducing Ryan Choi, you kind of like you know like this motherfucker is replacing me. But you know you, but you know what's funny is that if you watch the crossover, he was. Probably and not even probably, he was the weakest point or one of the weakest Ryan points. Troy? Yeah, yeah. Of the crossover, he looked stupid fighting those ghosts with no power. Yeah, there was there was no reason for him to be yeah. there. But I, I think what aren't they supposed to introduce Ryan Choice Adam soon or something? I, and I think he was also saying I read this. They said they didn't even do it like accurate in the like comic book accurate. Yeah, the way it's they not did it's it. not comic book accurate. They're not following the comic book. So yeah. what happens is in the comic book is that Ray Palmer disappears into the microverse mm-hmm. and. Um, Dr. Ryan Choi is actually looking for him. Mm-hmm. So he t- uses the belt and does all this other stuff to become the Adam. And he starts his adventure looking for Dr. So how Ryan. does, how do they do it in Legends? Or they haven't done know, that they yet? I don't know. They haven't done it yet. It's not, um, mm-hmm. hasn't aired yet. Okay. But yeah, it's, shout out to Brandon Ralph. We always supported you and we look forward to seeing what you do next, man. And I'm sorry, sorry it happened, man. It's just too bad that they fired him. Because all all this time, I just I just thought like he just wanted to leave. I'm like, I was like, okay, that makes sense. You know, he's been part of that for a while. You know, want to do other things, do it. But turning, he was fired, and that they handled it so shit like 
shitty. And I could believe that because not for nothing, the CW is perfect. I mean, no you know, place is perfect. perfect. Yeah. But I mean, with the whole, it wasn't Great Berlanti. Who was this other person that they got rid of? I don't even remember. There's so oh. many showrunners and stuff like that. No, but he was like his main showrunner with him. It was Greg Berlanti and some other guy. Oh, man. I don't know, but they have a different showrunner on Legends tomorrow. Because she was on um, the Crisis Talkback with Kevin Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her name, it was an Asian lady. Um, so I, Yeah, but anyways, all the stories that Brandon Rath got fired. Gonna yeah, we're going to miss him. And, uh, yeah, like I said, look forward to seeing what you do next. And um, seems like you only got like a minute or two left, but is there anything you want to add? Um, just that thank you guys for, you know, listening to us. And, you know, with episode 32 and we're 32 episodes in. And it's been a wild, fun ride. You know? And I know there's been times where, you know, we've made you guys wait for an episode. And, you know, like my brother said that, you know, schedules have been crazy, but this is something that we talk about all the time. You know, we're always asking each other, are you free to record? You want to do this that day? And, um, you know, this is this is our project. This is our baby. This is something that we, we really want to see grow. So, do you know any other comic book heads and, you know, they might like this stuff? Please, please, please share this, you know, spread the word to the blurred gospel. <laughs> what about you, Kyle? Um... Just thank you for supporting us. We love you as always, and thank you for hanging on and listening uh, and giving us all the good positive feedback. You know, it really helps, you know, when you guys come to uh, come up to us or text us and say, hey, you know, I was listening, I really like this episode. And when you guys were talking about that, it really feels cool. You know, it makes us know that we're not, like, speaking into a void, So, which is awesome. So I thank you guys for your continued support. And, uh yeah, we're just, we're just going to keep this train rolling. So so with that being said, this is Two. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blur, baby. Word to the Blur with Two and Cal. Episode 32. Two, two, good night two. and good luck. <laughs>